What's up, Michigan, and welcome to another edition of the State Champs Michigan's Hang Time Podcast, presented by Lawrence Technological University. LTU offers over two dozen varsity NAIA collegiate sports at Lawrence Tech, including men's and women's basketball, athletic and academic scholarships available. Recruit yourself at ltuathletics.com. Michigan Hang Time is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. The MHSAA is looking for motivated individuals to become officials. Help wanted, just whistle. Visit mhsaa.com for details. The Michigan Army National Guard, the official military supporter of the MHSAA. The physical therapy and sports medicine professionals with the Detroit Medical Center. A brand new crop of Game Changers segments will debut in January on the State Champs Network. Tips to make you a better athlete, recover faster, and get stronger. The entire playlist is on our State Champs Network YouTube page right now, so check it out. And if you're in pain or injured, for immediate care, go to dmc.org slash gamechangers. And the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards. Are you an elite student athlete with good grades and represent leadership for your team? and community well you could be nominated for the most prestigious high school award in the state download the application at dacathleteoftheyear.com Okay, this is the companion podcast to our State Champs Michigan Hang Time digital show. TJ Kelly is here joining us for the first Chalk Talk of the season, sponsored by the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan. And we're joined today by the winningest boys basketball coach in Michigan high school history with more than 800 victories. He is Beaverton's Roy Johnston. How are you doing, coach? Thank you so much for taking a few minutes to talk hoops with us. I am doing well. All right. Fantastic. Well, first off, has it really soaked in that you have more wins than the legendary Lofton Green. And for those who don't know, the name Lofton Green, first off, you should know, he, he coached from 1941 to 1984. He was at River Rouge for over 40 years. That is great company, Coach. Yes, it's uh, quite an honor. To, I uh, was uh, the hospitality director for uh, 30 years for BCAM. Uh-huh. And... Uh, Coach Green came up and sat in the same chair for many years and watched what was ever football game was on or whatever when we had our clinic. So I always followed him when I was in high school. I was uh, from Crosswell, Lexington, and followed his teams and admired his winning record and always being at either in the semis or the finals and winning things. So I always thought, boy, it'd be great to be a coach and be able to do that, uh, what he accomplished, which uh, we have never done. But uh, he was just a good person to be around. Absolutely. Now, you were recently named the National High School Basketball Coaches Wooden Legacy Award winner for boys basketball in the state of Michigan. How did you find out about it, and what does it mean to you? Well, I got a call from Dan Young the other day and informed me, and that was a person I had heard about it. I'd always knew that they did it at a collegiate level nationally and so forth. But I never knew that uh, evidently they just started adding on to the high school uh, and by the states. Each state is uh, 
getting two, one for the boys and one for the girls. Right, right. And it's a very prestigious award. The bad part of it is you got to be old to get it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But obviously you've also, uh, yeah, you've got to be old, but you also have a lot of staying power. Now, I want to ask you, you've been coaching high school basketball, I believe, in the state of Michigan since 1967. Now, ob- okay. Yes. Now, obviously you love it. Uh, but was there ever a time that you thought about maybe taking the jump to the next level in coaching in college? Um, just one time. Um, I have uh, been friends with Tom Izzle from when he was a grad assistant. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying real close friends or anything like that, but uh, he was thinking of taking the Central Michigan job, and we're close. And I said, you know, I would be interested in going as an assistant. Well, he ended up just staying at Michigan State, which was definitely the right move. (laughs) So uh, that was basically the only time. The only other thing that I thought about doing was when I got uh, retired, I would go out to Arizona and sit on the bench at one of, you know, either Arizona, Arizona State, and say, Coach, I think we need a timeout or something of that nature. Right. Well, that there you go. So you've uh, you had that that experience, uh, TJ. Hey, how you doing, Coach? This is TJ Kelly. Um, and uh, congratulations again on you know the outstanding awards that, that you've well deserved, as well as uh, you know starting the eight hundred win club. Yes. You know, seeing you the 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 initiator of of that. So I you know kind of look at you as like the Cy Young of basketball coaches. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, it's. As, as we're looking into this season, um, what are your expectations? Um, I know that you've graduated quite a few guys. Um, you know, how are, how do you do, have, how are you going to do with this rebuilding team? Well, we're struggling, and I knew that before the season started. And I had some people say to me, well, it'd be a good year to retire. And I said, well, you know, I have never been accused of being very smart, so I stayed around. And uh, we've had some injuries. Uh, probably our best ball player had. Uh, I I tell everybody it's like uh, the knee surgery that had he had uh, is. A, uh, Tommy John type surgery. Uh, the right. elbow, but this is on the knee. Yeah. And uh, so we've lost him for the whole year. But I told the, the, the kid, uh, he's a sophomore. I said, it's better when you're a sophomore than a junior or senior, even though I'd love to have him. But, yeah. uh, and then we've had a couple other injuries. So we are really struggling uh, this year. But, you know, that's part of the game where, you know, we just uh, – We've got good kids. I mean, they're good. They play hard. They just can't shoot very good. So uh, we'll see. It's uh, we'll get them there. They'll be they're young, so we'll be all right. All right. Well, hey, um, you know that's unfortunate having an injury. Uh, you know, to one of your top players. Um, 
as I'm as I'm looking at uh, you know some of your previews, um, you know the name Josh Clark, Brian Northrup, um, you know they've come up. Uh, can you talk about them and you know their leadership qualities? Uh, do you know to to help you pass through these these troubling times? Um, I know that you know as a as a coach that's been there from you know over you know what six presidents. Um, you know, you've you've had ups and downs, but for kids, it's one of those things where what are you doing to help them? Uh, you know, really get through this and let them know that things are going to be better. Well, we just tell them to keep uh, working. We've got, uh, I have a, a co-coach younger that I had coached. He's helping us all the time, a Shad Woodruff. And then uh, we just talk to the kids basically and tell them to just keep working. Um, Josh is brand new. He's uh, been homeschooled for a long time, and he just decided to come this year. So basically, I think what he's played has been church ball. So he's got to work on some of the fundamentals, but he seems to work very hard. So we've got, uh, I got one student that uh, his sister is studying in Italy. So the family went over there and they're gone for three weeks. So uh, we're, we're missing him, but the, you know what? The parents had planned that trip for a year. So you just have to excuse it. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. We're speaking with Beaverton's head coach, Roy Johnson. Hey, you know, you and many coaches um, want to continue to see high school basketball flourish in the state. Uh, there are a lot of good young coaches out there, and we would like each week here in our interview segments uh, for coaches to share a tip or a routine, something that has really worked for you, and, and you'd encourage others to implement it. Well, what I have done, and uh, I had a brother-in-law that coached at Lansing Waverly, and Phil Odlum, uh, and he he and I traveled all over to colleges and watched them practice before season started. And we would pick up different things to use. In fact, I've got probably uh, uh, the offense that I've used, I got from Denny Crum at Louisville. Uh, that's a long time ago. <laughs> and uh, I still go to, uh, I've been going to Michigan State and watching them, spending a day with uh, all those people down there uh, for probably 30 years. And I always pick something up. It seems like Tom is always has one thing or uh, that I pick up that's probably been just put in. So I go there. I would. We're, we're close uh, to Central Michigan here. I usually go watch Central practice. Um, I also go to Northwood. I can either and I watch girls or boys teams just to see how they run practice. And usually pick something up. I've been coaching for over fifty years, and just by going and watching. Their practices, you can pick some drill up or something or some play to use. So that would be what I would suggest young coaches do. I mean, it's really hard. It would be great if I could go watch high schools practice, but you can't do that. I mean, we're still right. practicing. We're practicing at the same time. Right, right. So you kind of have to go. And I even go to the junior colleges and watch them practice. 
Yeah. No, absolutely. I think that's great advice, and coaches need to do that. And the great thing is college coaches will embrace that. They want to have the high school coaches come in and, and see what they do. And, and again, it's all about uh, you know helping grow the game. Yes, and uh, I wish I could have a recruit one time for Tom Izzo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, that means we'd be pretty good. <laughs> absolutely. Hey, you never know. You never know. Uh, Coach, right. BCAM has introduced and officially launched the One Team campaign this season. It's an effort to promote unity among teams, schools, and communities. It's such an important endeavor, and I believe will be met with open arms around the state. What are some of the things that you've done already or will do, whether it's activities or a games or both, to promote respect for teams and each other? Well, one thing that our Jack Pine Conference has done in the past, and then we've uh, the last two years have not done this, but in August, and uh, about the end of August, we have a banquet, and that's usually held in Claret de Doherty. All the teams send all their coaches, and we have a little banquet, and we usually have a speaker come in uh, from one of the colleges or whatever and talk, and you just get this, like the basketball coaches can all set together, and you just visit and reminisce somewhat and the football coaches they get together and talk about things so we haven't done that in two years but i'm hoping we get back to that next year i mean that's the all the COVID stuff has really interfered the last couple years with what we're trying to do Absolutely. All right. Well, Coach Johnson, thanks again for all you do for basketball. Good luck this season, and we'll see you out there on the hardwood. All right. And thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Take care. All right. Well, we thank Coach Johnston once again. Now it's time to get in some rankings talk. TJ, your first set of rankings are fresh off the presses. I'm going to read the top 10, beginning with 10. Detroit Cast Tech is at 10. Williamston, number 9. Birmingham, Brother Rice at 8. Detroit King at 7. Hamtramck at 6. U of D Jesuit at 5. Warren De La Salle at 4. Ferndale at 3. Grand Rapids Catholic Central at 2. And number 1 in the state, Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Now, four of the five teams that make up the Catholic League Central Division are in your initial top 10. Now, we're used to maybe saying that in football, but... Not necessarily in basketball, all you know. So this is new. And Detroit Catholic Central not in your top ten. You have them ranked 17th. So clearly, this is the toughest division in the state right now. Oh, and I believe that it is one of the toughest in the country. Um, if if I mean, I, I would be hard pressed to find. Let's say if they were in the top 25, I think that I can conservatively say that. You know, if I was you know, feeling a little good, I might say, hey, they're, they're top 10 in the country. Wow. Um, just because they have so much depth, there are definitely no games off. If the Catholic League was tough last year, well, all those sophomores that brought the rice, now they're juniors. Uh, the seniors, I mean, you've got uh, Cooper Craggs, who's going to uh, Oakland from Catholic Central, and now he's a senior. Chaz Lewis is now a sophomore, and so everybody's got that much more experience. Um, Sonny Wilson, arguably the top player in the in the in the state and he's at University of Detroit Jesuit John Joe guy he's just a junior and he's just a junior then you look at all the juniors uh, at Warren De La Salle and yeah. then you also look at John Joe guy as a new head coach yeah. and I think that 
he really shocked a lot of people by making that long run um, to the state semifinals last year. Um, obviously, you've got Orchard Lake St. Mary's, who I believe will be, you know, they will, they'll be able to put that banner up. Uh, that state championship banner uh, for 2021-22 season. And, uh, you know, hats off to, you know, that group, Coach Covert, well-deserved. I know that George Porritt is going to be ecstatic. Um, but, yeah, they've got so much talent. And when you look at where it starts for them, that's Kareem Rozier. And you want to talk about an excellent floor leader, somebody who demands excellence. He goes out there and just leads by example mm-hmm. and – um, you know, just being a, a guy that can be an extra coach on the court. Um, they also added um, Bartos Kapuska, um, who is six foot eight, uh, who can step out, shoot it. Um, I believe that that's an upgrade from Peter Nwoke and Harrison uh, from when they had last year, um, which is going to make everybody else on the team better. Um, but he's a transfer in from Poland. Um, so and Javon Hanna and Javon and excuse me yes Javon <laughs> Hanna is going to Western Michigan. Uh, you talk about an, a really explosive score. Um, he just adds another dimension. I know that last year they had Will Smythe, who was mm-hmm. their primary perimeter shooter. Now they've got a few other guys that can step in, and including Will Smythe's little brother Bugs, uh, who's the sophomore on that team. So uh, you know you just talk about a, a lot of talent, and then Trey McKinney is one of the top freshmen, not only in the state of Michigan but in the country. And so uh, yeah, that uh, I'm 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 excited for the Eaglets this year, and at the end of the at the end of the day, they'll be raising a, a trophy in late March. Um, Catholic Central, Grand Rapids. That is, I believe that they'll wind up repeating as a state champion. Uh, as a state champion, um, they just returned so many pieces. Jack Karazinski, uh is in kind of in the same mold as Kareem Rozier is just far, just as far as leading by example, um, demanding excellence, um, and he's all about winning. Um, he's going to William and Mary, uh, but yeah, they've got some really good pieces on that team. They have where it starts with a point guard, and that would be Darrell Brooks, fat, fat, as everybody knows him. Um, but, you know, as a starter last year and really being able to uh, make that, make those steps um, and playing beyond his years, um, you know, you have to do that to win a state championship. And now that they've already got the – they've built the blueprint um, from last year, they can keep on going forward. What is the one team in your top 25 that really intrigues you and has the potential of being a real breakthrough threat? To make a run, let's go to the Detroit Detroit PSL. Um, I was able to see Detroit Renaissance uh, over the weekend. There were so many great games over the weekend. Um, John White is now in his third year as a coach there. Um, he obviously had a lot of success as an assistant coach with Southfield Christian. Um, whenever you see him, he's the guy that's wearing five or six rings, and they're all state championship rings. Uh, so him trying to build into um, you know, the culture at Renaissance and get them back where, where Mark White had them um, in the early 2000s. Um, but, yeah, they, they've got Jawan Maxey, an outstanding point guard. Um, they have also have Lance Stone, who also fills in as a point guard and does a great job of running the show. Uh, Julie, uh, excuse me, uh, Young Savory is only a freshman, and his mom is the co-athletic director at University of Michigan. So, you know, for him to get up shots and listen to Beeline, listen to Jawan Howard, um, you know, he's definitely picked that up and plays beyond his years as well. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, phenomenal. 
Okay, well, we're going to have a lot to break down over the course of the season. That's all the time we have for this week's Michigan Hang Time podcast. We are breaking for the holiday season, but there's lots of great basketball to check out over the Christmas season, so get out there and do it. We will be back in January. For TJ Kelly, I'm Lauren Plant. Happy holidays. 